And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys out there joining us today. This is group therapy. It's the time of the week when I get to sit down with my fellow editors and we get to talk about everything that's going on in Livingston Parish. We're going to let them introduce themselves real quick. We're going to start on the viewers' right. Hey, this is David Gray, news writer with Livingston Parish News. Hey, this is Rob Arman, sports editor with the Livingston Parish News. David nailed it this morning. Yeah, I know. I almost got a little stumbled up there, but we're good. You did well. You did well. I have trouble with left and right. (laughs) That's why I usually try to hold up my hands. Yeah, you're Uh, helping me out. So I can direct you guys. Uh, So today, plenty to talk about. We're going to be moving at a steady and crisp pace. Uh, First and foremost, going to be talking about some good news here in uh, the city of Denham. Of course, Denham Elementary has been completed. Those kids are going uh, to school there starting this semester. Uh, We, of course, are going to miss our neighbors. They have been slowly but steadily uh, dismantling those T buildings that were next to the Livingston Parish News on Hatchell Lane and sending those off to other campuses who need that. Is it campuses or campus size? Campuses, isn't it? Campuses, yes. Yes, okay. Uh, I never know. You know, octopus, octopi, whatever. The English language is is tragic. Uh, At any rate, so uh, there's two pieces of interesting news. First and foremost, because of sort of the blitz, uh, to get into Denham Springs Elementary. I uh, haven't really had a time for a community day. That's coming up. So, David, tell us a little bit about that. Yes, that is coming up this uh, this Saturday, February 12th at 10 a.m. Uh, that's when they will, they will have a ribbon ceremony. There will be elected officials speaking there. Don't really know which officials will be there for certain. I know uh, Mr. Murphy, the superintendent, he really wanted uh, – you know some of the key players involved who have been there throughout this whole process, such as uh, such as Congressman Garrett Graves, uh, Buddy Mincy Jr., J. Rogers Pope. Uh, I know uh, Mr. Mincy and Mr. Pope are supposed to be there. Don't really know about the other people. I know he said he even sent out invitations all the way up to the governor's office, and I believe uh, Governor Edwards was there for the demolition of the of the school. Uh, that was it back in 2018, I believe. Yes, he so, was. Yeah, so he, so you know, there's chance. You know, don't don't really know who's going to be there. I guess they're not sending that information out, but you know that we'll uh, we'll see who's going to be there. But yeah, this is just the public's chance to see the school for the first time. Um, like you said, the it opened in January after you know a two year rebuild, and uh, you know the the teachers and students have been able to see it now. They've been in there for a few weeks, and now they're going to. Now this is the community's chance to see it, so you'll have, uh, you know, so parents can see where their kids might be able to go one day, and uh, I have a feeling they'll be pretty happy when they go in there. Yes, it's a beautiful school, a beautiful campus. Uh, it, it's very impressive, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking about Denham Elementary, uh, one of the, uh, there was a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, a lady who had been a staple in the Denham Springs education scene retired. Uh, and just, I believe it was just last year she passed away. Uh, they have, or the school board got together with her family and decided to name a wing of the new Denham Springs Elementary after her because she was a cornerstone. Yes. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was uh, Miss Sarah Scott. She passed away last month. Uh, I think that's what you meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, just last month, uh, January 19th, I believe. Um Miss Sarah Scott, who taught at Denham Elementary for 47 years, uh, she taught told in total she taught 50 years. The first three years at West Livingston High, which was the former all-black school before integration took hold in the 1970s, and so she she after integration she moved to Denham Elementary and never left until she retired in 2018. And um, and like I said, she passed away 
uh, last month and the school board uh, in honor of her this was kind of something that the that the administrators at Denham Elementary thought of and then they talked to the three school board mem members for the Denham area and they were all on board so they will be naming the early childhood wing the Sarah Scott early childhood wing and that'll cover uh, grades uh, pre-k and kindergarten I believe and kindergarten is what Sarah Scott taught mostly since 1981 I believe she taught the kindergarten so so this is just kind of a lasting uh enduring reminder of you know all the stuff that she did for the school system and it was you know i was talking with the family that uh at the school board meeting because they attended and you know a lot of times we don't get to write stories that are positive or you know stories that make us feel good but this was a you know because I've, I've written a lot of stories with miss scott uh you know all the stuff that she did this was one of those stories that you know you feel good writing and you know you you get really happy when you see that that someone who had this impact is going to be honored in such a way you know her name will be there forever so i mean that's just kind of cool to think about especially a school board that you know for years you know just shows the change the changing in the racial relationships because this was a woman who for years was denied her chance to move up in the school system but you know here was the school board voting to have her name be on a building forever. So just I don't know, kind of kind of a cool full circle thing. Sure, and it's a it's a legacy deal. Yeah, uh, she persevered. She rose in the ranks, and I mean now she's going to have a lasting legacy at Dem Springs Elementary. I think it's fitting. Uh, of course, it's my opinion, but I do believe that it is fitting. Uh, so we're going to jump over to Rob real quick. Staying in the Denham Springs area, and y'all y'all give Rob a little break here. Cross it's crossover season, as we like to say here in sports. Uh, Softball and uh, baseball and track are, are getting set to go. And so, but still, we're in the middle of basketball uh, and soccer. So, we're going to be talking about Denham Springs soccer first and foremost. A crazy intense win in OT over Santa Mall last week. We're going we're gonna get to your, get your input on that. And they will be playing Catholic tonight at home, correct? Oh, they've got uh, Alexandria. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, it would be possibly Catholic if they win. Gotcha. Uh, possibly. So, no, it's Alexandria tonight at uh, 6 o'clock, uh, Yellow Jacket Stadium. Uh, Raising Canes is giving out buy one, get one free vouchers. McHugh said he might show up. Um, thanks. Thanks for that. So, just letting you know. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, just uh, – and, and this uh, will – Dave and I were talking. This will probably be the, the last game in the uh, last soccer match in the current configuration of Yellow Jack Jacket Stadium. Last game uh, of any kind, or or, or of any, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah, so this would be it. So they're trying to they're trying to pack it up and get a send off there, nice send off for every uh for the stadium and for for the guys uh tonight. What they're trying to do, but they're they're coming off a really uh really intense uh two to one overtime win over Santa Ma, uh and and. It's one of those things where you get there and you go you, you go through the first half and you're just looking the the way it's going the the one goal could be the one goal sure you know the way it's going uh Santa Ma got one uh you know it's kind of late and then uh um uh, they they're in kind of stoppage time there and uh they get a, a a penalty kick from Bayo to uh Clay Fontenot and Clay's just right in front of the net and just puts it away uh so they go to overtime and uh Axel Agarcy gets the the game winner for him, but uh, it was when I, I talked with Coach uh, Hilliard after you know I, I talked with him on Monday. Just kind of you go through a, a game like that, and there's really no time to rest. You're in the playoffs, but he was telling me uh 
you, you could tell the toll it kind of took on the guys because normally they're they're on the the ride home and there's after when they're cutting up and they're you know there's normally some singing and he said rapping he goes it was pretty quiet you know to the point of where you know asked him about it and he said some of the guys told him they they went to went home and went to bed didn't even shower just went straight to bed um so it's going to be interesting to see how you get back up you know for for tonight uh and he said that there's you know there's been plenty of ice baths and things like that but like you know like we talked about it's one of those things where at this point in the season nobody's 100% healthy uh you just kind of soldier on through and and, and get it done but uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh he said Alexander has a, a really similar style so he's expecting a really good matchup this evening and the next step would be would be Hammond. Uh, the they, tournament? they would they would play the uh, the semifinal would be on the road again. It'd be just championships in Hammond at gotcha. Strawberry Stadium. So gotcha. All right. Well, we're going to come back to you in just a second because we're going. Uh, we've got lots to talk about with regard to French Settlement. French Settlement played Springfield last night in basketball, girls and boys. Correct. Yes. Correct. So we'll talk about that in a second. But first, we're going to jump back over to David to talk about French Settlement on the news side. Unfortunately, while we talked about good news in Denham. Um, it's a bit of a good news, bad news situation uh, in the news side uh, for French Settlement. Let's first and foremost, uh, let's lead with the good. Um, they did find former police chief Harry Brignac, correct? Correct, yes. He was. Uh, he went missing, missing earlier last week, and uh, uh, the Village of French Settlement on their Facebook page, they, they were the first ones to put the alert out. It was a joint search between uh, the French Settlement Police Department and the Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. I, you know, spoke with uh, Harry, Mr. Harry's daughter, and, you know, at the time, they they didn't have anything except for uh, he had left his phone and left a note at the house and then took off in his truck and, you know, wasn't seen again, wasn't seen again in French Settlement. So later that, uh, later that day, his truck was spotted uh, on the western side of the state, and it was believed that he was going to Texas, and then, so two days after he was found missing, or after he went missing, excuse me, State police put out a silver alert for him, and they, you know, they also put out the alert there because apparently he, Mr. Brignat had some medication that he really needed to be taking. You know, could be in imminent danger. They said so, but luckily, like you said, yes, he was found two days, about two days after he first went missing. He was found in the Lake Charles area by state troopers. So, so yeah, so that uh, that ended up uh, as well as I guess it, it, you know, as hoped for by the family. Right. So uh, good news there that he was found. Unfortunately, on the bad news side, uh, last week there was a major uh, accident in mm -hmm. the French settlement area. Uh, came to find out not long after that that it was unfortunately a student at the high school, correct? Yes, it was a 19-year-old uh, senior, uh, female senior. She uh, was the victim. It was a two-car crash. Uh, they haven't released any other details about what caused the crash other than it was a two-car crash, and there was uh, another victim was transported to the hospital with some serious injuries, but believed to uh, to be to make a recovery from those injuries. But uh, the the girl's name, the victim's name was Emma Sanchez. She was a nineteen-year-old student. Uh, I talked to you know one family friend who set up a GoFundMe for Emma's mother and sister. And so far, I mean, the last I checked a few days ago, I had raised over eighteen thousand dollars i believe um just kind of you know help the mother with you know help help with funeral costs that sort of thing the funeral was uh yesterday i believe um and you know talking to this uh family friend you know, uh and was just described as a 
is a very artistic girl with a beautiful soul. That's the word she used. So, um, yeah, there was a, the wreck was on Highway 16, less than a mile from campus. Um, like I said, don't really know the details of what exactly caused it, who, you know, who was in the wrong or, you know, if there anyone, anyone was in the wrong, it's just, uh, you know, just, just a, a freak thing. But, um, I know that caused, you know, there was a bunch of traffic that morning in front of the school. I mean, like I said, it was right at the time of, you know, school at tra traffic hour around 730 that morning. So, uh, I know one of the victims was airlifted to the hospital, but, um, yeah, just a... Just a tragic situation, I know, uh, and Mr. Murphy mentioned that during the school board meeting, just to ask everyone to keep the French settlement community in their thoughts and prayers. Like I said, that was just, that was right after the uh, chief went missing, so French settlement, it was just a, just a hard week for that community. Very difficult, very difficult, but at least one situation did get resolved, yeah. uh, so that uh, silver lining, I guess you can say. Uh, because we're not probably not going to be able to get it in print before the hearing happens, I do want you to give a brief okay. comment on uh, yeah. the um, uh, Cynthia Perkins, uh, I guess you call it an appeal? Or, uh, yeah, filed a motion. motion. Yeah, a motion. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cynthia Perkins, the former school teacher who was arrested with her uh, ex-husband, Dennis Perkins, a former sheriff's lieutenant. They face 150 charges. Most of them are sex crimes. Well, her... Uh, her trial was supposed to start on February 14th with jury selection. Her attorney, James Spokes, he filed a motion on Tuesday to have that trial moved out of Livingston Parish, citing the extraordinary media publicity and coverage that the case has received. We've been reporting on this, you know, since August of 2019. Yeah, you know, I mean, excuse me, October of 2019 when uh when they were first arrested and. Like I said, they faced together 150 counts of various charges, and her trial was supposed to start on Monday. So we will see, you know, what the judge rules on that. But, um, but yeah, so weren't able to get that in time for the print edition because that came after we had already submitted our pages. But, uh, but yeah, we we will know next week whether or not that trial will stay or move from Livingston Parish. And I believe that's Monday, correct? Yes. All right. David, we'll be back with you with one last thing real quick. But first, I want to keep it in French Settlement. Going to talk about uh, the basketball game. Yeah, I went uh, last night in Springfield and French Settlement. Uh, you know, bo both of these teams on the boys' and girls' side have been, uh, you know, pretty highly ranked in the power ratings uh, all season long. And uh, in, in the girls' game, uh, it's back and forth. They were tied at halftime. Uh, and then French Settlement uh, gets a little run right there to start the the fourth quarter, uh, Stella Allison scored uh, six points during this run uh, to kind of get them going. Uh, and then Grayson Sibley uh, also helped out on the inside. She finished with 24 points. Uh, but uh, French Settlement winds up winning this girls game 56-45. Uh, to 45. Uh, Coach Martin, Daniel Martin, said this was probably, uh, you know, their biggest win of the year, uh, being that Springfield had beaten them twice already this season. Uh, so, and this is kind of you know you're 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 trying to get your teams to to a point where they're they're down to uh you know I think they have two games left the girls on it's for Springfield have one so you're in this this last week of the season for the girls trying to solidify things for your teams and uh, you know Coach Dreyer and talking to him he just felt like in in the past month uh they probably haven't played their best ball and he also reiterated that you know they had some illnesses during that span but uh, he he just he'd like them to play better. Uh, in the boys' game, uh, French Settlement winds up winning that one. Uh, 
Uh, I, I thought the biggest thing here was that Prince Settlement loses, you know, probably their two best players in Edward Allison and Draven Smith. Each of them get two fouls right uh, in the first quarter. So they have to kind of go to the uh, the bench there. And uh, one of the guys who kind of steps up is, is Maxwell Allison, who's uh, Edward's brother. We talked about the Allison before. Uh, he kind of steps up. And uh, Will McMorris, who's a senior uh, on senior night, he kind of gets in charge of, you know, what's going on there with those guys and, and kind of guides them, I guess. Uh, and, and you kind of see there's some depth there that they can use. Uh, and, and it worked to their advantage the other night. And they, they're able to, to get a win uh, last night, which also helps them, uh, you know, in these power rankings and power points as they, as they get closer to it. So um, that's what we're looking at. Uh, I also wanted to mention this. Coach Landon Dubois just sent me a text. Uh, Holden's girls won another district championship. That's uh, twenty-five. Cool. <laughs> wow. In a row. So you've got you you've got uh, they won more district championships. Uh, these these kids weren't even alive uh, right. when the, when this streak started. But what a I, stat! I just, I just thought that was uh, he just texted me. So uh, I haven't written that up yet. So uh, that that'll be out uh, later on today. Speaking of legacy. Now they're keeping it going. That's yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. And I, I gotta find that. They, I, I want to say he said they were fifty-five and one in that span in district games. Let me. Man, they you know they came into the I doctors can, into the receiving room and their parents were like, "You have to win. It you you got to win. You got to win." Yeah. Let me see. Let me make sure. Let's see. Uh, beat Mount Herman, twenty-fifth straight district title, fifty-five and one in district since twenty twelve. Cool. Wow, that's that's an unbelievable stat. A very unbelievable so, stat. So congratulations to those ladies, the Lady Rockets, and the, the boys wrapped up their district title. Uh, and congratulations on, on, on Friday and to the gentlemen. Uh, that's that's back to back for them. So well, congratulations to them. So uh, we are heading into the postseason for basketball. Uh, those final games will be wrapped up this week. It's uh, I, I believe the girls will wrap up this week and the guys will wrap up next week. So, so we'll be expecting pairings coming out pretty soon too. Speaking of postseason, uh, last thing from you, Rob, uh, the state tournament for wrestling is coming up. Yes, uh, and uh, I've got these lists here, and I'm just going to touch on them. Uh, Coach Collier from Live Oak sent me. Uh, they have qualified. Uh, they filled out all, all 14 weight classes for, for Live Oak, which is a good deal for them. Uh, at 145, Raiden Ingram is going to be the first seed. Uh, at 106, Lathan Hershey is going to be the fourth seed. And at 138, Andrew Lusby is going to be the sixth seed. That's to kind of lead up their group. And uh, for Walker, um, they've got a group. And Kyle Karcher at 113, he's the eighth seed in the weight class and uh, is the first seeded wrestler in uh, Walker history uh, in the state tournament and program history. So they'll, they'll get ready. Uh, that'll be starting this weekend. So uh, we will be on the lookout for those updates as they come. Last but certainly not least, we're going to return to David just to talk real briefly to wrap this up about uh, sales tax, which continues to increase. Yes, people are spending money. That's which quick. is great. That's quick. <laughs> yeah. Yo, straight, no. straight into the point, folks. Yes, there we go. No, it's up. Uh, sales tax collections were up 25% in January 2022 compared to January 2021. God, that's a lot of. But, um,. But yes, I mean that that's basically been the story of this fiscal year is just every month is outpacing the previous month. And I believe total the yeah, the parish is up fifteen percent 
through this fiscal year compared to this same time last year. So, and we'll have more. I'm sure tomorrow is the meeting of the Livingston Economic Council, so I'm sure they'll be mentioning that during the during the meeting. Uh, we talked about it before. Mr. Willie Graves is going to be honored with the Bob Easterly Award there, but I'm I'm sure uh, David Bennett will have a bigger deep dive on, I guess, the economic climate of Lifted Parish right now and sales tax will be included in that. Looking forward to that report as well. So that's it. That's it. We 20 minutes, not too bad. So let's check out here. We're going to start on the viewers left. Hey, this is Rob DeArmond, sports editor with the Livingston Parish News. And this is David Gray, news writer with the Livingston Parish News. And my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us today. Want to let everybody know that we will have school board member uh, Dr. Devin Gregoire yes. in the studio on Friday morning. Uh, we will be getting in that out Friday afternoon. He's going to be talking about um, the uh, the tax proposal in Albany for those schools. And then we will be sitting down, it looks like, next week with the superintendent. So we'll have lots of school, school podcasts coming up. We appreciate you guys one last time uh, joining us for this show. This is Group Therapy. Please remember the news is on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. One last time, I love to say it because we do appreciate it. We appreciate you joining us. We'll see you next time. Have a great one.